You're very welcome to this week's podcast. Our final destination during Heritage Week was to the Crawford Art Gallery in Cork. And we at Irish Life and Lore were invited to give a talk on Sean Keating's paintings, the portrait of Sean Mylan, the IRA column, the Men of the South, and the Sinn Féin Quartz. And the focus of this week's podcast is to revisit the exhibition that's on running until the 25th of September in the Crawford Art Gallery and talk to Michael Waldron, the curator of collections and special collections. Hello, Morris, and um, welcome to Crawford Art Gallery, or welcome back, um, and, uh, and to the exhibition, as they must have been, Men of the South, 1922 to 2022. So it's our centenary celebration of, I suppose, a modern masterpiece of Irish art. And uh, here we are sitting in front of the painting itself and a few others as well. Can you describe Sean Keating's painting that we're now looking at? I suppose, I mean, we don't usually use the term lightly, but I think we could call this iconic. Um, It has become an icon of a time. And uh, I suppose to describe the painting, uh, within its gilt frame, you have um, essentially a group portrait. Um, and the colours that the artist uses are kind of like greens, browns, beiges, khaki. Um, so it's not just a very um, colourful picture. Um, it's quite uniform in its tone. Uh, but what Keating has essentially described in paint are six figures um, seated and one standing in profile. So if you can imagine, they're all uh, looking from sort of left to right, and we read that painting in the same way, just like we might read a page in a book. So we read the painting from left to right, and they're all looking in the same direction. Um, And I suppose they're all armed, Uh, And uh, as Keating himself said, uh, that they were dressed uh, very much as they must have been on many an ambush. Um, So he's trying to capture in this painting uh, a flying column um, from the Irish volunteers in the landscape um, to tell us about the War of Independence period. How long is this work of art sitting in the Crawford Gallery. So we've had it since 1924. We purchased it from the artist for 200 pounds. He wanted 250, um, so we bargained him down. Um, But that was a substantial sum uh, almost 100 years ago now. And um, we purchased it using our Gibson Bequest Fund. So it was a, a, a fund that was given to the gallery a few years previously. And it's really an astonishing purchase. Can you imagine? So this is 1924. The Civil War is over. The Free State has come into being. And this is a really quite political um, painting, something that really talks about the very recent past, um, which was still an open wound. Um, And uh, so it's been here since then. But it was exhibited here in 1922. So, a hundred years ago, it was in the building. And tell me, why is this painting so popular uh, with visitors? Your guess is as good as mine, I think. 
but I think we can probably um, trace some of its popularity to the fact that these are real people. These are real people who lived relatively locally in the kind of the North Cork area, maybe South Limerick or, or, or um, East Kerry, North East Kerry. And what we have are people that we can connect back to. Um, so the descendants of these men, in this case, um, come here quite often. Uh, and they've come here quite recently as well for the exhibition. And that connection to history, I think, is really important. Um, and to a very particular historical moment. Um, there's kind of a running joke that, you know, uh, every school child in Cork um, says that their granddad is in the painting, or their great-granddad. Um, so they must have been quite prolific men. Um, but I think it's that. It's, there's a, an emotional attachment and a personal attachment to this painting and what it represents. Now, you must tell me about the exhibition that's running here. The the idea of initially of getting it together and what was involved and how how important was this exhibition to you do you think for heritage week this year 2022 well i think i suppose the starting point with any exhibition is um what is the purpose of it and does it fit and I mean, does it fit uh, in a kind of a broader sense? Does it fit with the wider program of exhibitions that we have ongoing uh, in, at any one time or during one year? And so we tried to keep a balance between historic and contemporary um, and to give a variety of, I suppose, entry points into history, to art, to ideas. Um, and so when we were looking at the exhibitions calendar for this year, but it was about two years ago we started looking, um, there were a number of opportunities, you know, spaces in the gallery that were, I suppose, not spoken for yet. And I was thinking ahead to, well, is there any kind of historical moment that we might want to look back at through the collection? Um, and because 2022 had a nice round number, there was a, obviously an obvious um, centenary coming up or anniversary, and that was, of course, the War of Independence and the Civil War. Uh, and then I'd, I realised that, in fact, Men of the South itself was going to be 100 years old. Um, and that was a time to, I suppose, make an exhibition all about it. Um, you know, it's not random then. Uh, and so that was the beginning of it. Um, and then, I suppose, it began to develop from there. So, yes, take me through the stages of uh, acquiring the other paintings to complement this painting and putting them all together in one space. Well, I suppose in, in some, some ways the exhibition is slightly unusual in that um, it can't tell the full story of the time, but it is part of a story um, as told through um, objects from Crawford Art Gallery's own collection. But there were obvious gaps. And among, uh, I suppose, the, the, those gaps were um, kind of quite large elephants in the room, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and of course, if you're going to celebrate the centenary of Men of the South, then you really have to trace its story back to its beginning. 
Um, I had some great help from Sheila O'Sullivan, um, who I suppose knows this territory quite a lot, and to Emer O'Connor as well, um, who, who knows Sean Keating so well. Um, and in conversation, I started to kind of, I suppose, locate the objects that weren't in our collection, but were needed to tell the story. It was essential if you were telling the story of Sean Keating's Men of the South, then you had to trace it back to its origins. Uh, and of course, there is another version of the painting. Uh, that's called an IRA column. It was painted in 1921, um, and it was Keating's first attempt at making men, what would become Men of the South. Um, and that is in the Douglas Hyde collection uh, at Oris on Uchtaron. Um, so that was, I suppose, the first step. Um, I suppose requesting a loan of that artwork. Um, and you know, we got the, the answer within a day. I mean, it was extraordinary. Um, wrote the letter, sent it off, and within a day we had yes. Um, so the president has been exceptionally generous to, um, I suppose, in acknowledgement of the importance of this story and the importance of these works. So tell me, why, why are these two paintings together? <laughs> well, I suppose they're together, I, I think historically now, they're together possibly for the first time in 98 years since Men of the South left the artist's studio in 1924 and came to us. Um, but by placing them together, you get a sense of how not only the history of the making of the painting, you know, um, and we might talk about that shortly, um, but you also get a, a kind of a history of how the artist was thinking. What were the pressures around making this? Was there an urgency around making these paintings? And he clearly was unhappy with his first version. He set it to one side and started again. Um, and, and the context for that is really... I think tells us a lot about the time, tells us a lot about the people he was depicting, um, and tells us a lot about his own ambition. So what's the difference between the two paintings? Well, artistically. <laughs> I mean, artistically, you know, they're obviously by the same painter's hand, um, but there are noticeable differences, particularly in composition. So an IRA column, which is in Oris and Uchtaron usually, um, that's more square, um, but they're about the same width. So they're, they're about, I think, almost about two metres wide each. Um, and uh, there are eight men depicted in an IRA column, and there are six men in Men of the South. The quality of the painting, the first painting, it wasn't as good, do you, do you think? I think it's painted very well, so it's not about skill but it was about composition. And I think Sean Keating wasn't happy with how it was coming together. And this is possibly owing to the tension of the time. You know, this was during the truce um, between the War of Independence and Civil War. There was the pressure of, you know, the time pressure of these men visiting his studio for only a very short window, really, or short series of windows. Roger Kiley's son. Derek Holly. It was in the middle of the troubles that that picture was painted and they, they were invited to Dublin and they went and they had guns and <laughs> I saw these men coming with their guns into his <laughs> studio. But anyway, they did. Um, and then there was the added need to move from his studio 
in the Dublin Metropolitan School of Art, which was on um, uh, Kildare Street. Uh, and then he had to move the canvas and all his equipment to the Mansion House, which is on Dawson Street. So it's not far to go. But that disruption, the tension, he wasn't at ease. I'm moving to the other side of the exhibition to look more closely at the portrait of Sean Moylan. The portrait of Sean Moylan by Sean Keating um, was painted in 1921, commissioned by Albert Wood, who was Sean Moylan's barrister. Um, Moylan had been uh, captured and incarcerated at Spike Island in Cork Harbour. Um, he was due to be court-martialed, and um, I suppose Wood thought that it was a good idea to, to have a portrait of this charismatic but kind of no-nonsense figure. Uh, and Keating was kind of the likely artist. And so he introduced them. Um, and over the course of making the painting, this portrait, um, Moylan told Keating about some of his activities in the North Cork area. They were both Limerick men. Uh, and um, I suppose... Uh, Keating became curious about the boys, as they were known. Uh, so they would have been the number two uh, brigade, the Cork number two brigade, uh, and Moylan was their commander. Uh, and so the number two brigade are the ones depicted in an IRA column and men of the south, but Moylan only features in one of those paintings. Also included in this exhibition here are the photographs of the men of the south taken by Sean Keating. Now, can you explain why he took those photographs and did he use, because they are slightly different to the work of art, there is a little bit of artistic license there when he is painting the men of the south. Very much so, and I suppose we have to remember Sean Keating is a visual artist, he's a painter. He thinks in in terms of drawing and he thinks in terms of paint. And so any photographs he took during his career were sort of aids to composition. So a quick way of figuring out, does this work? Um, is, you know, will I rearrange the composition? In this case, will I move the men around? <laughs> you know, how will I pose them? How will I structure this painting? So the photographs that Keating took in his studio in 1921-22, um, gives us, the, I suppose, the true likeness of these uh, men from North Cork um, and how they looked in his studio. Um, and as you say, this artistic license comes in when you see the paintings. He's not slavishly reproducing the photograph. He's thinking out his compositions and he's also modifying um, how the figures, I suppose, are posed, but also how they look. Um, so if we think of um, one of the, the main figures in the middle of the painting, um, Roger Kiley. My father was one of the people who were selected to be in that picture of the men of the south. I believe it was Sean Mylan who selected them because Sean Mylan was, was, he was the leading man in this area. And he, he was also, he was very friendly with my father always. And my father was the person, the man in the middle, the civilian in the middle sitting down with a revolver in his hand, the rest of them. My father was a, what he called an intelligence officer, and in he wasn't actually out. Uh, I don't believe he took part in any ambush or anything like that, but John Mylan told him he was to be an intelligence officer. 
we have a, a difference between the photograph, the first version of the painting, which is an IRA column, and the final version, which is Men of the South. Um, and equally with all of the other figures, you get a sense that he is changing their features somewhat. Um, and by the end, they are actually much older looking than they were um, in, in real life. Um, of the other, I suppose, figures in the painting, um, another kind of uh, interesting one, they're all interesting, um, but in the bottom right-hand corner, you have um, uh, Dan Brown, and um, he has this extraordinary look on his face, and there's a glint in his eye, but he looks quite tense, um, and he's gripping his, his rifle, which is kind of upright. Um, and Dan Brown is an interesting figure, because he kept a diary. And his family still have this little pocket diary that I suppose documents all of what was going on at this time, but in a very shorthand way. So we know the dates when they, all of these men visited the artist's studio because he, he notes it in his diary, but in you know, just two or three words. And so, you know, in the morning they could be in the artist studio and in the afternoon they could be in the mansion house for some important <laughs> war-related meeting. Um, and, and so um, it's a, quite extraordinary. And on the day that this exhibition opened, um, the family brought in that diary. And so the diary was, was here in this room with these paintings, um, which just feels quite thrilling, I think. You feel like you're you're really touching history. Another uh, one of the figures uh, in the painting that is maybe of particular interest, again, not naming favorites, but um, in the top left-hand corner of Men of the South, you have uh, Jim Reardon. Um, and I suppose what's, what's interesting about him is that his uh, son, Father J.J. Reardon, um, remembered um, you know, this, this, what his father had done in the past, remembered the story of the making of this painting and, 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 and documented that. Father J.J. O'Riordan, the son of Jim O'Riordan. When I was anxious to record as much history as I could from home, I kind of knew that I was in an historical place. And uh, I took the opportunity about 1971-72 uh, of um, doing a bit of recording. So I got a, a tape recorder, which was quite new at the time, and um, sat down with my father at home and with my sister. Uh, sometimes neighbours would come in, otherwise we'd just sit and chat, but usually my father would be just there. And, and Michael points out the works of art that were included in the exhibition from an outside source. We have three works in the exhibition that are on loan from private owners, and uh, one of them being the portrait of Sean Moylan, another being a study for the Republican Court, which comes much later, and then there is this um, smaller version of an IRA column, so a smaller version of the original composition that Keating um, had, had intended. And what's really interesting about this painting is that it tells us a little bit more. Um, it's a subtly different from an IRA column, which is from Oros and Uchtaron, um, 
and it, it has come from this private collection uh, temporarily for the exhibition. But what's really interesting, I think, about this is it was probably completed in around 1937. Um, we know it was exhibited at the RHA, so the Royal Hibernian Academy in Dublin, and um, we also know that Albert Wood purchased it as a gift for um, the family who kept it in their ownership. So this is um, a study for the Sinn Féin court or the Republican court, um, a painting that uh, Keating was making in the late 1940s. And that's interesting because in 1944 he sold an IRA column to Douglas Hyde, the president at the time. And then a couple of years later he returns to the North Cork area and he um, starts to uh, make a series of studies uh, of uh, particular individuals um, who would have been connected with the Sinn Féin courts in the 1920s, but now they're older men. And uh, so here we have um, a charcoal study of three heads which would ultimately find their way into his very large-scale painting um, which is in Collins Barracks in Cork. Jim Reardon was a member of the local police during the time the Sinn Féin courts were in operation in Newmarket in County Cork. This is JJ Reardon talking to his father. You were part of the local police that time, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, was. It was, it was charged to him the yeah. whole bit of your yeah. life. Yeah. Dr. Reardon. What year was that now? That was 21 after the truce, was it? Twice? Yeah. Truce? During the truce, yeah. During the truce. Right. So during that time then, was it the, it was the Sinn Féin police was operating? Twice? Yeah. Because we were operating. I see, yeah. We didn't have Newmarket Barracks. Yeah. Oh, you were up from Newmarket Barracks? Newmarket Barracks. Well, how had you organised then? Was there a, a, oh, well, it, a number of you staying in the barracks or what? Yes, in yeah. turns. Yeah. In turns. I used, to, I used to come home as often as I could. Yeah. But I, I was responsible for the barracks. I, oh, you were in charge of the barracks? Then, yes, I, see, yeah. came to, I, I was. I see. But we don't know, do we, who, uh, who these uh, portraits are? We do. So, uh, they are uh, Thady Moynihan, uh, Michael T. Cronin and Christopher O'Sullivan. So they were all from the North Cork area. And um, it's funny that they would have been much younger men when conducting these courts. Um, and, you know, the Sinn Féin court is a very interesting thing because it's about, essentially, one of the tools or, or um, pillars of a state um, and you know a new state or counter state is coming into being while the old regime is still in place so these men kind of represented that new state that was being sort of superimposed on yes. top of things um, and I think that's why Keating's interested yes. this, is, this is a particular form of statecraft. Why did he paint them uh, as old men? I suppose it's how they were in the late 1940s. He's, yeah. He painted them as they were um, when, he, when he met them in, in North yeah. Cork. And much like, I suppose, in, in Men of the South, uh, and perhaps a little bit in an IRA column, um, where he aged the figures to maybe give a sense of their you know, that they're kind of world-weary and worn out. You know, this is a hardship. You know, this isn't easy work. Um, this is quite traumatic work um, that they were involved in. 
I think here there's a sense of gravitas with these older men. They seem mature and thoughtful or others, rather than kind of gung-ho and idealists. So also in the exhibition, which you know, also looks at um, 1920s Ireland more generally, um, we have uh, just a pairing of artworks by the artists uh, Estella Solomons uh, and of course Sean Keating himself. And um, they bring together two women from Common Naman. So we have Estella Solomons herself, who was a member of Common Naman uh, during the 1910s and 20s, and then later Cora Hughes, who was a member of the UCD branch of Common Naman in the 1930s. But she was a friend of May Keating. May Keating was a socialist and an activist, and of course just happened to be the wife of Sean Keating. Um, so these women are, are in the exhibition, I suppose, to remind us that, you know, it wasn't all, you know, the story wasn't all men of the South. It was men and women, you know, they were working together and uh, there was a role to play with, uh, you know, for women and Kamenoman was essential, an essential part of that story and of how, I suppose, independence was achieved. All the Republicans used to train together on the foothills of the North Cork Mountains, and it was at one of those meetings that Jim O'Riordan met his future wife, Nancy Murphy. In the Cumberland crowd was meeting there, and there we had the meeting. Yeah. And eventually it happened that Nancy was at the Cumberland meeting as usual. Yeah. And if it was three bicycles we had, yes. my Luna, Myself and mine, and, and, and uh, Nancy, yes. and eventually it was there, and we had the meeting, and we came on home, the three bicycles. In a little corner of the exhibition, between the paintings, between Men of the South and an IRA column, we have a little wooden open door. And usually visitors don't get to see this door open, or even know it even exists. And it looks in behind the wall to the old brickwork of the building, and it feels a little bit secret. It feels like you could hide in here, hopefully no one is. Um, and uh, it kind of tells us a little bit of that story of, you know, these people were sometimes on the run and in hiding, yeah. in safe houses, in secret places. But it also means that you can close a door and cut something off, and that is communication. Communication was essential at this time. And in this little cupboard or this little doorway, we have an old radio set that's on loan to us for the exhibition um, so that it can broadcast a little seven-minute podcast um, uh, about these paintings uh, and uh, with testimonials from people who were connected to them. Um, so that's why we have our little door open. Hello, you're very welcome to Revolutionaries in Profile. I'm Morris O'Keefe. The artist Sean Keating's two paintings titled The IRA Flying Column and The Men of the South is a subject of great interest. In telling the story, you will hear those closest to the revolutionaries. And it all started with a visit by the North Cork IRA members to Sean Keating's studio in Dublin Metropolitan School of Art in the autumn of 1922. This exhibition, as they must have been, Men of the South 1922 to 2022, 
I suppose has kind of come as a surprise to us in, in terms of how people have connected with it. We knew Men of the South was a perennial favourite of visitors, um, but people have really come to see it, to be curious about it, to think about it, um, to send us feedback. Um, and so it's really been heartening to know that. Um, the exhibition runs until the 25th of September, 2022, um, and I suppose it has presented people with an opportunity to, to think about these works together, uh, to think about how an artist might um, put his own lens on the past or even contemporary history, um, and so how they essentially can shape how we remember things. We've come to the end of this week's podcast and you've been listening to Michael Waldron, curator of collections and special collections at the Crawford Art Gallery in Cork. If you would like more information on this podcast or any of our other podcasts, you can do so by visiting our website. That's irishlifeandlore.com. My name is Maurice O'Keefe and I look forward to bringing you another podcast next week.